Hey friends, welcome to episode 53 of the Inside Out podcast. We're going to spend our time together this week just reflecting on what God did in and through City Point Church during Foster Church weekend. It was an incredible time together as the church. We gathered on Friday night for Foster Family Night Out. And in that night, we got to serve over 40 foster children from Whatcom, Skagit, and Snohomish County and bless their families and give these foster parents some respite care and really allow these young uh, children who are in the foster system to be celebrated and to have fun and to really be engaged with on their level. It was a wonderful night together. Also, it's no small thing that we had over a hundred people who call City Point Church home serving uh, on that night. It was an incredible time together. There was so many people everywhere just to bless these kids. And I heard story after story of, of just small interactions that made really big difference in the lives of both the volunteers and the children themselves. And you'll get to hear just a couple of those coming up in, in just a moment. But then Saturday, again, it was, it was just a, another great time. It was a great experience together as we kind of shifted gears a little bit into a more kind of, kind of laid back event, our kick back to school. It's geared more towards uh, children who are teenagers and in the foster system. And so we got to provide them with, with brand new name brand shoes and backpacks as well. And we got to uh, serve just around 30 of the teenagers in the foster system as well as beyond that. We got to donate some shoes and backpacks that were left over to some local group homes. And so what an incredible ministry opportunity it was together as we are continuing to establish the idea of foster church, not just for ourselves, but for churches around our valley. This is such an incredible event. And and so I didn't want to just talk about it myself and, and share just the stats. I wanted to hear real life stories. And so uh, I gathered uh, a couple people who served during both events. So they served during Friday night. They served during Saturday morning just to share a little bit about their experience and uh, talk about just what it meant to serve uh, during Foster Church weekend. So check out uh, this interview. I know you'll enjoy it. Well, I'm I'm not joined by Brent at the moment. Um, there's a couple better looking people here. I agree. Brent. Just right. don't tell him I said that, okay? <laughs> uh, I'm here with. Why don't you say your names? I'm Nick. And I'm Emily. And you guys have both uh, pulled a, a back-to-back. You've done double duty during Foster Church Weekend. So you served on Friday night at the Foster Family Night Out. And then you served on Saturday at the Kick Back to School event. Now, I want to ask you about those events specifically. But before I do, I've got a couple other questions for you. Okay. Now, this is my MO, okay? This is my... I don't like to prepare my interviewees for what I'm going to ask them. So you can ask Brent about this, and um, he will share any of your angst that you may experience during this time. Okay? So I'm going to ask you this question, Nick. Okay. Do you have any weird superstitions? Uh, every time when I turn off my shower, I when it's like coming out of the bath spout, I have to put my right foot under it. 
every single time. I don't know why. I started doing it when I was like four. Really? And have done it every single time I shower since then. Okay. Turn off the water, let it run out of the bath spout, put my foot under it. Every single time. I'll get back in if I forget to do it. Is that, is that a superstition or is that just I, like I an OCD sort of thing? I just, I just, that is the only weird thing that I do like that. Okay. So. Okay. That's fair. I have a different question for you. All right. Does your family have any weird traditions? Weird traditions. Besides just like going out and hiking 25,000 steps just for fun. <laughs> That's just a weird thing that we do, not necessarily a tradition. I constantly see Emily and her dad out on tr- mountainous trails. And when <laughs> that sounds tame, it's not. It's like legitimate, they're hiking up mountains. And I consider myself a fairly fit individual, but when I see that, I go, nope, I don't want to do that. <laughs> You'd be fine on them. Thank when, you for your confidence. I, you would. You, you don't know me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so there's no weird superstitions at all? Not, not that I can think of or weird traditions. Okay. No. Okay. Let me go. I'm going to toss this back to Nick, hmm. okay? What's the weirdest text you've ever received? And I can go first on this, okay? Let me just, let me answer. F- okay. Yeah, go ahead. First, any text from my wife is the weirdest text ever. Because she is constantly doing the voice to text. Mm-hmm. And so her texts never make any sense. So I'm always having to decipher what she actually meant by what she said. So one time um, she said she was trying to say cheese grater. <laughs> like, did you buy a cheese grater? Mm-hmm. But she said voice to text and the voice to text said do you have any trees greater <laughs> and so i have to decipher it you can't can you think of one off your head i actually have something kind of similar to that my friend lewis only texts in broken english so okay. he'll be like come now fast and, and i'm like oh, what is that one in reference to what two where three i don't know what you're saying and so like okay. half the time when he texts me it's just absolute nonsense and I, I have no idea what he's saying and I have to call him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So not we just just it's, it's just a text. weird person over text, yeah. I think. Do you have anything that Well, my mom is a little bit like Allison except she doesn't use the voice to text. She just texts with her thumbs but, okay. or the slide. We have Android so you like <laughs> slide and it makes the word. I mean, sometimes it makes no sense grammatically or anything. It's just like a string of random yeah. words and we have no clue. Yep. It's pretty great. Well, it's it's fair. You know, there's got to be one in each family. Okay, yeah. I feel yeah. like. Um, here's my question for you. What's, like, your hobby and the thing you love to do most? This I is a say, both of you question. Okay. Mm. I would say right now for me it's writing songs. I love doing that. Um, one, because it's an outlet for me of if I'm – feeling something, going through something, especially with like worship songs. That's Mm -hmm. really cool because it's like, okay, I have a really personalized way to worship now in like just playing guitar and singing or something like that. Um, But also it's a way for me to like connect with other people and to write something down. Like whenever I'm writing something, um, my goal is to always make other people feel like this song was written about them. Hmm. And like, I just feel like that's a really cool opportunity to one, put put something out in the world and to um, make something and create something, but then also give the feeling that I've gotten from music to other people. And like that's that's like uh, the goal that I kind of shape that around is like I want people to feel like 
I'm the person in this song that this was written for because I love when when that's like when I have that feeling about music that I listen to. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, that's your hobby and you're passionate about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you just conveyed that to us, (laughs) Emily. What about you? Uh, I don't think I have anything quite as cool as that. Jeez. But uh, climbing mountains with my dad, as you put it, that is is pretty cool. Is a big one. I really like doing that, and with the rest of my family too. It's not just me and my dad. Yeah. Um, But outside of that, um, I really like just reading. Mostly fiction. I just okay. sit yep. down with a good book. I mean, yeah, yeah, something special. Emily had an assignment to catalog Brent's <laughs> library um, of books, and uh, when I came in the office and she was doing it, she was far too excited about it <laughs> to be cataloging a library. So that makes sense that you do like reading. I so, do. And um, and so I could ask you guys a ton of questions, uh, but but just for the sake of our listeners, uh, how long have you been going to City Point? Let me rephrase that. How long have you been a part of City Point, and and why? Why are you here, of all places? You can go first on this one. Uh, I've been going here since about January, and the reason we're here is, or yeah, I came with uh, my parents. It's mm-hmm. my family and I. Um, is my dad found City Point online actually and started listening to the sermons like that and then he said guys we gotta go in person this is he just could not stop talking about it yeah and then we all came and now we're all like that yeah right um and so yeah we just needed something different and my dad started shopping and he found city point right off the bat yep and you yeah you couldn't keep us away now yeah we're, we're well obviously you've been here for <laughs> you know friday saturday foster church weekend That's so right. so what about you nick uh i've been here for about six months and it was actually from a friend's recommendation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I came and it was the first church that I actually came to since I was a Christian. Okay. And so I came here and I was like, this is great. It's, it's small to where it feels like family. And that's what it's felt like. It's felt like people just come up to you and be like, hey, what's your name? I haven't met you yet. I want to get to know you. And that to me is like so nice. And I've never felt that before yeah. in any like community area. And so... Yeah, I, it's, I've stuck around because there's just a great emphasis on reaching out to the community and being the church to people who aren't in it. Mm-hmm. And I love that, and that's what we did with the Foster Weekend. So it was, it's just been like a home where people actually want to get to know you, and I love that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome to hear, and we're so glad to have you guys serving both last night and then today. Obviously, this podcast is being released on Friday, August 20th, but we're recording it. <laughs> Saturday, August 14th. Is that the day? Yeah. I'm yeah. so good on my dates. I said it was the 11th earlier today, and yeah. it was very <laughs> embarrassing. It's okay. It's been a long weekend. <laughs> yeah. So um, so we've, we're just coming off the heels of, of serving, and so Friday night we have this amazing event of Foster Family Night Out where it's a, it's a carnival circus-style atmosphere, crazy. Saturday is so much more subdued and chill because it's mostly kind of for, for teenagers. Um, so I just want to hear from you guys, maybe what's what's a story either from Saturday or from Friday that you kind of remember. Maybe, And it doesn't have to be profound, like just a moment, a look on a kid's face, um, but something that you remember from, from the weekend. Well, for me, it was, I was working on the dunk tank, so I was operating and not going in, which was nice. Um, but one thing that I noticed with all the kids is it was a very daunting challenge for them. A lot of them were very shy and didn't 
have the confidence to be able to like throw it or hit it or something like that. And so um, being able to encourage them and seeing them actually throw it. And then eventually when they did hit it, it was just amazing to see this self-confidence boost, this realization of, oh, wow, I can do something. I can function in this world and I can like do something that makes me happy and makes other people happy because that dude just got drenched in water. <laughs> and so, it, yeah, it was just amazing to see kids who felt so out of control of their lives finally be in control and finally have a say and finally like have confidence of like, I'm part of my own life. So that was really cool to see. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. That's awesome. Anything for you? Yeah. There was a moment right, right at the beginning of the night and the kids are getting dropped off and we're kind of, you know, everyone's in their places. We're waiting for them to come in. And, uh, at, at my table was a five-year-old. His name was William. And he walked in and kind of unsure. I mean, there's a lot of people in the room he obviously doesn't know. So he's real quiet and just kind of watching everything happen. And he comes over, and I just kind of am next to his chair, you know, making sure he's all right or whatever. And and I'm trying to get him talking. I'm asking him questions about himself, what's his name and, and everything. And, you know, he's kind of telling me. And then I asked about his brothers. I knew he had he had a couple brothers. And uh, he just sort of lit up, and off he went. Mm-hmm. He's telling me was their ages, what they're doing today, and all that. And that was really fun. We became buds throughout the night. But uh, just him opening up after the initial walking into right. the event right. was really cool. cool. Such a big deal. Such yeah. a big deal. You know, this morning, I was, I was, this is about an hour before the event was supposed to start this morning. And I was just sitting here in our lobby, kind of waiting and getting ready, and there was a, a foster mom that showed up with four uh, foster daughters, and they were a little early, but it's totally fine. You know, we were able to take care of it. And um, Nick, you and I were responsible for the shoes today and helping mm-hmm. the kids try them on and everything. And there was one gal that she tried on this this. I mean, it was a new white pair of shoes, and um, she just had a smile from ear to ear. And I said, "You, I mean." You like those? Are these going to work for you? And she just was nodding her head. Absolutely they are. And she told me that they were her first new pair of shoes that she had in three years. Wow. And so uh, that's why uh, I love uh, just the event we get to do. It's simple, but it's it's something that can uh, let these kids know that we value them. And yeah. even Friday night, you know, mm-hmm. just Emily, that simple thing of... of connecting with this little guy and, and making him comfortable enough to open up and share or, or, you know, Nick, your position and kids feeling that value and and sense of importance is so vital for these kids to experience. So, uh, last question I'll ask both of you is, is what do you think the impact on you will be moving forward? Because so often these events, for those of us who have been involved in and around church for a long period of time, uh, we often see it as we're, we're doing this for others, and that's so true. But almost in the truest sense, it it changes us, and it, it stirs our hearts and, and really uh, uh, affects kind of our, our outlook and our trajectory in, in a lot of ways. And so what's, what's the impact this weekend has had on you uh, being involved in your first Foster Church weekend? Yeah, I... I've never really had any experience with the foster care system or anything like that. This was sort of my first time seeing it 
from you know my own perspective and I it's just really opened my eyes I I wasn't even really aware of of the Skagit County like foster care network and and how much strain there is and just getting to meet the families and things um there's a lot that they need as far as support and things so I've been really praying about it and just moving forward I mean the church is doing great work I'd love to be involved in it going forward and and just yeah something to think about for the future awesome awesome what about you Nick yeah I mean I would say that it's just it's an eye-opening experience of something that I didn't have to go through and and being able to connect with kids that are going through that really opened my eyes to the blessings that I've had throughout my life or something like that and so um looking forward with opportunities to give back and give to people who don't have what I have. It's just like, not only do I know it's a good thing, but now I want to do it. Mm. And it's like, I see the good that comes out of it. And I'm like, okay, I really genuinely want to serve these kids now. And, and that's what we were made to do. We're made to be in community and to be serving other people. And so it's like, when we, when we know this in our heads, it, that's great. And we can go and do that and stuff like that. But then as you start doing it, you start knowing it in your heart. And that's when everything is, is right. Because that's the kids are getting fulfilled in, in being seen and being supported and being played with and stuff like that. But then I'm also being fulfilled in doing what I was made to do, which is to serve others. Mm-hmm. And I just think that that's so cool that we were made to be like that, to give and to receive and to be in that community. And it just it, it strengthens my faith and, and makes me want to tell more people about it. And I, I think that's exactly how it was intended to be. So yeah. it's mm-hmm. really yeah. cool. Exactly, exactly. And that's such a good, um, you, you know, your responses are not, however they would have been, they would have been good responses, but just Emily, the awareness of, of the foster system. And that's exactly yeah. what our heart was in that is, is looking around for, for where are the marginalized individuals, mm-hmm. not just in, in our culture at large, but here in Skagit County. And that's, mm-hmm. that's where we saw. And then, um, you know, you're absolutely right too, Nick. As well as just this is, this is a, just a small thing we can do to impact lives of, of children, of foster parents, of social workers. Because of course, last night uh, we want to have provide a fun time for the kids, and it's a, that's who we see. Mm-hmm. But there's also parents that we're giving respite to, and they're they're mm-hmm. getting a break. And some of them are just going. I just. I'm going to go home and just take a shower in peace and then come back here. Yeah. Some of them are going, I'm going to go grocery shopping or, or we're going to go on our, our first date in, in like a year. And just for, for us, these events are not just about us going, Hey, this is our one thing to serve for the year. And now we're good. Right. Mm-hmm. We're, what we're hoping is, is little by little, um, kind of, you know, month by month, year by year, these things are going to add up to make a big difference, both in the lives of people individually and then in the system overall. So yeah. I'm glad you guys have been a part of the weekend and I'm glad you guys have been on the podcast because I would have had to do it all by myself <laughs> and I don't want to hear myself talk for 20 minutes straight and I don't think anybody else does either. So oh, not, you know, <laughs> at least not in this format. So now we're here, we're finished and we can go get ice cream. If you're listening, I don't know what time you're listening to this, but if it's in the morning or late at night, you probably shouldn't have any ice cream. Probably not. That's where we're headed.